Welcome back to Crossplay, our video game podcast here at The Whatnots. Today is Saturday, September 4th, 2021, and coming up on today's show, PlayStation has announced a new showcase, which should give us a look into what they've been making. NetEase is trying to steal the creator of Yakuza from Sega, and Deathloop is out this week. My name is Kyle Springer, and I am joined by Alan Busby. Alan, oh. what's up, my dude? Oh, hi. Uh, it's, it's me. I'm back oh, from hi. competitive tournaments, I guess. Yeah, dude, you just had a Digimon tournament. That uh, you, back, uh, back, to, back to back, actually, mind you. I, went to, I had one like all day Saturday, and then I had one half the day Sunday. There you go. We're uh, uh, Ignacio and Gino are not here this week. Ignacio has been karate chopped in half by a small child. Uh, That small child happened to be Gino and Gino is now on the run. So I'm stuck here listening to Alan talk about Digimon. Wow. (laughs) Well, I mean, no. So, yeah. So it beats beats being dead. Tournament. (laughs) Yeah. Right. It beats it beats that. Um, So tell me about these tournaments then how did you do uh so i actually didn't play in the entire saturday tournament so because it, it was an online webcam tournament so like i just i still like sat here on the floor obviously because i don't sit on the couch sure, it's right. just for aesthetics <laughs> um i don't actually need it so i pretty much like had to play and i pretty much was like in like the digimon tournament like discord all day and it would okay, like okay. you have to like wait so it started i found out it started the wrong time I thought it started at like noon Eastern time, but it turns out it started at noon Pacific time. So it was actually at three o'clock. Ooh. So then I had to sit. So like every round you have like 50 minutes to play. The, at least it's not the opposite. Where it's yeah, like you, right. You thought it was like at three, but no, it was at noon. No, it was at noon. <laughs> so no, I had to uh, play. Apparently there was a total of nine rounds. So it would have been a because so there's 50 minutes in a round and then there's 10 minutes of overtime and then there's like. 20 like 15 to 25 minutes like of downtime between rounds to kind of do match pairings and stuff mm-hmm. yeah so the tournament went on for a long ass time apparently the tournament ended at like i think 11 45 at night Ooh. and i i didn't play the whole thing um funny story i'm a big fan now of uh the gabumon family if you know digimon then you know gabumon you know that whole line um this tournament you know, had the, part- the, the, the gabagool right yeah the gabagool so right, the tournament, yeah. the tournament had prize <laughs> cards. So they had participation cards. They're all they're alternate arts of swag cards that already exist. And I like all the art. So you had participation okay. cards and then you had finalists. So if you came in the top 32, you got the same card, but it was printed with finalist and then the champion. But you had to play at least three rounds to get the participation cards. And I'm like, well, if I can come in top 32, then I'll keep playing, which mean which meant I could only lose a max of two times. Funny story, my first two opponents actually could not play their their matches. So round one, I go to my table. I'm like on webcam, like I'm ready to play. I shuffle my cards. My opponent shows up. Hey, I can't play this round. My webcam's not set up yet. So I'm giving you the win. Oh, okay. Oh, man. So then I had to sit there for the 50 minute round and then like the 10 minutes of overtime and then like the 20 minute round downtime to wait Round two. Okay. All right. I go to like table, whatever in the discord. Okay. I go to the table. I get there. My opponent goes, my opponent goes, Hey, 
I'm at work right now and I would play you, but my work got really busy. So now I can't play this round. So I'm giving you the win. <laughs> oh, OK. So I'll just sit here for another like hour and was there, 20 minutes. Was there some kind of like entry fee you had to pay? Yeah, there, uh, I pay for my entry fee, I believe, the end of July. And it was 30 bucks. Because that's that's wild that like the guy sitting there at work just being yeah. like, well, if it's slow, I can I, I can play. but paid to be there yeah right yeah so they, they weren't knocked out, they weren't knocked out of the tournament they just couldn't play that round like the first guy I said was web canceled he played every round after that my second opponent yeah. was able to play sparse rounds it's whenever his work allowed him to play which is cool that his work allowed mm-hmm. him to play cards that's pretty sick uh round yeah. three i won uh round four i lost uh round five i won or no no round five i lost but barely and then round six it was super close, but I lost again and getting that third loss. I'm like, well, I'm not going to get finalist cards anymore of my alternate art where guru man. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I look at the time. It, by the way, Just, at this point, it's like it's like about nine o'clock at night. Right. It's like that's like a little after nine. Man. And I'm like, OK, well, I played three rounds. I get my participation cards. So I'm like, OK, I go into discord. Uh, Alan Busby dropping after round six. So then I, had to, I didn't have to play in the rest of it. Man. That's kind of wild, though. Yeah. Yeah, it was uh, crazy. And then interesting. Nothing like out of the ordinary. I went to like a regular every other Sunday tournament that's on a Sunday and I didn't come in top four. So I didn't qualify for like the the in-person store championship tournament at the end of September. But playing a not like tier one deck in like competitive games and stuff like that, I did come in 10th place out of 33 people, which is pretty good. Interesting. So I did. I did well enough to, you know, come in uh, at least uh, the top 10, literally 10 plays. That's, cool. you know, it's still top 10. Now, do you think this has prepared you for down the road of like when you play in more t- t- tournaments, you know, I mean, you, you've you've done a yeah. couple of them before. Now, yeah, but like, yeah. I, I go to locals every the every other Sunday. Yeah. It, but I, I, like, have, have you learned something that you're like, oh, yeah. next time I'm yeah, going to get them? I, I, I didn't time. I didn't play a deck I super loved on my Saturday tournament. I played a deck that was more geared to just winning, which was kind of a mental mistake on my part because I wasn't really enjoying it. And then also the the general anxiety of playing your opponent via a webcam kind of creates a disconnect. So because I'm not looking at my opponent in the face or we're not in person because I'm still sitting mm-hmm. in like, you know, your safe space, you're at home and you're relaxed it kind of puts you in an awkward mindset where you know you're supposed to take these matches seriously, but you're not because you're in a comfortable space. So it kind of makes mm-hmm. it harder to play because you're not, you're kind of in this duality of mindsets of you need to be hyper competitive, but you're also at home relaxing. So it kind of throws off your rhythm and it just makes it a lot harder to play. Um, but I, I play gotcha. a lot better locals because it's that in-person environment that kind of retools your brain to be like, okay, now I know I got to focus because I'm, I'm not somewhere I'm familiar with, so I need to be on my game. And plus, sitting at home know. playing at a webcam tournament is kind of mentally draining, not because it's hard, but it's that thing of like in between rounds, I can't just get up and commit to something else for my day or do something else because I still have to be there for when a round ends and do results and, you know, right. talk and like submit my results and my wins and everything else. So it kind of wasn't very fun because you can't. It's like, oh, my opponent dropped. So I, I I won this round, but I can't like go play games or go work out or go do something for my time because I have to like because I have to still sit here. So it does kind of it makes the day feel really long. Like when Sunday hit, 
my first thought was it's still the weekend oh my god <laughs> so Good yeah that's stuff. that Good was stuff. all that that's why i but i fell into a vat of acid so that's actually why i was gone yes yeah absolutely absolutely uh what did i do this week it was a pretty normal week for me uh but i went to go see shang chi same this week uh yeah it, it was phenomenal i loved it and this i i want to say is maybe now in my top 10 marvel film i'm not sure exactly where up there but man it was so freaking good i loved it oh. i had a blast it's it's uh, easily in top three. A, oh yeah it's oh. it's it's up there for sure um but i had a terrible day getting there <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I explained the whole thing on yep. the captain's log this week, so I'll spare you all the details. But if you want to hear about how I had the worst luck getting to Shang-Chi, then it's 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 in the captain's log. Up I forget. There. Can, can we do can so, we do cards on YouTube? We sure can. Yeah. Up there sure for video can. people. It'll click up, up there. there. You can go right right to it right there. There you go. Um. Yeah, so I I had that. That was amazing. And uh, besides that, I've just kind of been watching TV, playing video games, yeah. doing that stuff. So are you are you enjoying yeah. the weather getting colder or is it not getting colder for you yet? It's still pretty hot. It was okay. less humid yesterday. I was out and about yesterday i went to the comic book store and stuff like that and it was like it's it was one of those days where if you're not doing much it felt great but yeah. like walking around still it was like okay uh -huh. yeah it's 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 still hot out uh, so but so yeah. it's probably gonna hit you because it was really hot like 90s like not this past week but the week before that but definitely thursday and friday it's cooled off a lot here like we went disking after work mm -hmm. friday and it was like yeah. Even disking, I never really sweat because you have this nice, cool breeze the whole day. So it's definitely cooling off and I am in love with it. Hell yeah. It's Good definitely stuff, it's definitely fall turning into fall season. Good stuff. Indeed. I cannot wait. Mm -hmm. uh, but let's talk about some video games. What do you say? Well, first, you got to do the housekeeping to switch into video games. Which, no, that comes no. later. Well, no, but like housekeeping later, well, but, but there's the it's the jingle, the jingle, the jingle goes yeah. right here, right now. There you go. There's your jingle. Alan, hit the button. Good job, Alan. <laughs> and you actually heard it. If you follow the podcast, you know that for I, a while I've been ragged on for not having the jingle. So there you go. Kyle can hear it. I cracked the whip and I made him fix it. You got it. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, so let's see. Um, I've been playing mainly one game, but I just started the second one of this one here. So uh, I, I've been playing through Psychonauts and Psychonauts 2. OK, um, I jumped into the first one because the second one was getting such good reviews. And I was like, I, I'm kind of interested now that it's been been like man this this game is actually really good yeah uh so i went back and i downloaded the first one on game pass and started playing that and it, it was kind of what i expected right like old game is old it feels like a playstation 2 game plays mm -hmm. like it looks like it um but despite all that i kind of enjoyed it i liked the art style uh it's very very unique uh it has almost this like 
Tim Burton-esque, like, Nightmare Before Christmas look. Oh, but yeah. if it was in, like, not, not like, Halloween and dark and scary and stuff like that, but it's just the, the same, like, shapes of the characters and and weirdly and weirdly and weirdly like the like the clothing too like the clothes give me that tim burton vibe yeah but it's it's just it's it's really neat it's really imaginative and i enjoyed it for the most part the platforming in it is not great uh but it is also like a 13 year old game so yeah (laughs) Yeah, um, but I I ended up beating that Friday night. OK, uh, and we are now recording this Saturday evening. Mm-hmm. So um, I went into that and then I finally jumped into Psychonauts 2 this morning. I downloaded that on Game Pass because I was stoked uh, to get into that one. And I've really only played like the first hour, like that first level. Um, and immediately i love it this is great um it it looks really good it has oh yeah the, the same art style but what they've done to just like polish it up and make it look like it it's next gen it looks beautiful it looks so good oh um, yeah like i i haven't played it uh my only really thing i'll add to it is i actually hung out with friends of the show um ace hobbs uh, or kelvin I hung out in his stream uh, Thursday evening and he was playing Psychonauts 2 and it looks it looks really fun. It looks hilarious, too. It it really is. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it looks like I, I mentioned the like Tim Burton esque uh, thing. But then I think seeing it in. Like in like a, a newer generation, you also get like maybe a studio like a kind of thing with their movies, even though it's not stop motion. Yeah. And then I just got to this part where it's uh, like you get to the Psychonauts like headquarters called the Mother Lobe. Yeah. And it kind of it almost kind of reminds me of the inc- the Incredibles just in this like 60s spy Thing that's going on there it looks yeah. really, really really neat um but uh yeah i'm enjoying it so far the game plays a lot better they've tweaked the control the contr- controls uh if you've played the original one this technically takes place like three days after the events of the after the first one Oh. And then I think there's a VR, like a like a yeah, I don't, VR game. Yeah, it's, Rhombus it's of like, yeah, Rhombus Ruin. Ruin, but I don't know where that takes place. I mean, I assume in the it middle of both. Pl- it's it's in those three days. So, yeah, it's hmm. immediately after Rhombus of Ruin. But you also don't necessarily need to know the events of, of that one. In okay. fact, you really don't need to know the events of any of them, at least in the initial start of the game there i'm sure if you have played them you'll get some like oh okay this is who this character is i remember him and stuff like that but it the game starts out with this like recap recap of here's everything you need to know to catch you up yeah all all, all of that does it does it does the recap into this one does the recap explain like the first game or does it explain does it does it also explain rhombus or just the first one it or is rhombus kind of both of them Okay. Okay. Yeah. 
but it's real short. It's like a two minute just catch up. Here's all the stuff you need to know. Uh, and it works out perfectly. Like I, I, I felt like if I hadn't played the first one, this would have been sufficient, sufficient, sufficient. Like yeah. if, if I were to go to YouTube to be like, what happened in Psychonauts one? I would want something like what they what, made what it did. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Um, so if if you haven't played it and you want to just go straight into the second one, I think you're good to go. Um, but yeah, fun so, so far. I'm looking forward to getting back to that one. Uh I, I have until the 10th when Life is Strange True Colors <laughs> comes out. Uh, and then I am moving on. Yeah, September, so September is coming week. in real hard with the game releases. There is not a lot of time for it really anything. It is, man. The, you like, it's that like fall season just starting to be like, hey, here's all the games. Hey, when the, weather, when the weather is the nicest out and everything else, don't go outside. We're releasing games. Yeah. We're, bring, we're bringing exactly. them to you. Man. Exactly. Unless you own a switch and then you can have a rooftop yeah. party like in that commercial. Right. You know, you can so go do all that stuff. But it's actually funny. You, you mentioned the switch because actually as of earlier today before the podcast, uh, Amy came at me with the fact that the a WarioWare demo came out. I don't know when this demo came out, mind you. So I don't know if it came out like today or recently or anything else, but she downloaded it and we recently. actually we actually tried out the two player demo of it. It's very short. Okay. It's like because the WarioWare games, you know, you it's a collection of mini games and like you play it. And if you run out of live lives, you know, it's over and you play again. That's pretty much the demo. Mm-hmm. So it's just you play it, you do mini games. And if you lose, it just gives you like a preview of like mechanics and stuff in the actual game release. And then it just lets you play it again. But the cool thing about this game specifically, the best part about this is as we've seen in the Nintendo Direct, WarioWare Get It Together introduces a lot of Wario's. Hey, just FYI, you switched off of the trailer that you were showing. I think you have to have it up for it to display well, I mean, thing somehow. It, yeah, it's a, can you not see it? You should be able to. It's no, it's not. It's not. It, it's just the regular podcast hmm. scene that's up there now. Technical difficulties, folks, while we're fixing and trying out some new things. There you go. Now I can see it because I was in studio. Anyways, so yeah. So anyways, the the fact this game introduces a lot of Wario's companions where now you play as them. So in the gameplay, Wario himself. So like now you actually play as the characters in the minigames. So some Mm -hmm. of the main ones, I can't remember their names. Wario just kind of flies in all the directions and he can just do a sideways attack. So you, you know, like the you see like a shoe there's like a shoe mini game where you like have to smack these bugs off the screen. Wario can just mm-hmm. fly into them. Other characters can do other things. Some characters can like shoot like this, like disc off their head at them. Some people can just okay. jump, jump towards them. So it's one truly, that had a boomerang. Yeah. So a lot of the characters all do feel truly unique, like they all feel special. So. And the thing is, you, you can't actually pick one character. I don't know if this is in the demo uniquely, but in the demo, you only start with, I believe, just Wario. And then as you play and get through minigames, it actually introduces more characters. Oh, so, then cool. you, so then when you play it again, you have Wario and like a guy like Cricket that can jump high. Or um, I think it's Orban or Mona who like rides a scooter and throws a boomerang. Um, a guy that, the guy that throws like the discs off his head that can't jump. So when you go into another session of the minigames, it actually lets you pick three characters that you will switch between. 
but we play in two okay. players. So like Amy could pick three characters and then I could pick the same characters or like we would share some characters. Then we could pick different ones and you can't unlock all the characters in the demo, but you can unlock quite a number of them. But we got to a point in the demo where once you unlocked all the characters, the demo said, hey, in the demo, you've unlocked all the characters. So then you have an option of either picking three characters each or you can just click to play as all characters, meaning after okay. every minigame, it randomly gives you a different character. So not only are you trying to anticipate the minigame you're playing, you now have to anticipate what character you use yeah. and how you have to solve it. Well, because it's cool because you'll have you'll have oh Wario for the, the fly swatting one, right? And then say mm -hmm. you get to the fly spotting one later, it can end up being where, OK, you know how to do it as Wario, but then you'll be the guy that can shoot the discs off his head. So now you can't jump. You have to aim your reticle and throw discs to get them off the screen. So it adds a deeper level of kind of panic to every video game that comes, especially when it's like, oh, we're speeding up now. And you're like, oh, my God, I got to like I got to go. That's cool, though. Yeah. So it's it's a lot of fun. The two player mode, honestly, is a lot of fun. It kind of creates the sense of like, oh, there's two of us. This should be easier. But some some mini games feel more chaotic. We're like, oh, keep a soccer ball in the air. OK, we're both working together. Well, guess what? Somehow working together, you, the soccer ball still hits the ground and you still fail. So it, yeah. it it's it, <laughs> it's like a perfect party game. It would be, I, I don't know if it has it. I don't know if it's more than two player. But honestly, sitting on the couch playing this with a friend is awesome. And in the demo, it does say one to two That's player good. like local cow like local co-op but it also has two player local wireless so if you know someone a person that has the game you can play with them wirelessly so that, that's a new cool. cool little feature as well so and that's that game awesome yeah i think warrior comes out next on the 10th so i think next friday I so believe, it's, i believe so it's coming out really soon in our list yep on the 10th that's yeah so warrior wear switch death death loop warrior wear it's september's hidden man September is they're hitting hard um other than that so this next game I haven't actually played yet but I'm getting super invested in playing it Amy has been playing the sequel game Neo the world ends with you and today specifically we spent I think literally all morning and half of our afternoon her play her continuing the game and instead of me doing something else I actually just sat there and watched her play it and helped her and mm -hmm. it actually creates this this isn't necessarily about the gameplay itself but there's this very unique dynamic where amy is really good at puzzle solving and she's really good at kind of remembering stuff in the game and really good at like positioning and location but because mm -hmm. i play a lot of rpgs and i'm a very mathematical technical like as as we already know like our more com completionist player yeah i i'm able to like help amy like oh hey that equipment's stronger Hey, this pin, like this ability, you have pins that allow you to use like certain abilities. Some are like ranged blasts, some are like close range sword attacks, and some can be like you can like summon like debris upwards or downwards on enemies. And while I was watching Amy okay. play, I noticed there was a pin that a character would charge electricity and they would slam it on top of the enemy and it did extra damage in the air. And then another character, she had a sword pin I saw in her collection, but she didn't equip it where it's a sword combo, but the finishing blow attacks the enemy upwards in the air. So it's like, uh, hey, Amy, you can do the sword combo, attack them. And then as you up. launch them in the air, use the other player to slam electricity to do massive damage. And Amy's like Amy's only maybe like 25 percent through this game and getting these better, this better equipment, doing these better pin combos. Amy was absolutely crushing it. Like Hell the, yeah. the gameplay loop of the game 
like I'm playing so many other games at the moment, but Amy watching Amy and trying to make this game more efficient with the combat and wanting to battle and get stronger and do these combos had me watching it and being like, damn, I want to fucking play this game like right now. It sounds like something. I mean, it, the, the art style looks incredible. Oh, yeah. Um, but the, it, yeah, it seems like the kind of like action combat that I know you like from. Oh, like, yeah. Devil May Cry and stuff like that. Yeah. And especially if you're like, wait, if you match this move with that move. Holy shit. It, we can do some real damage now. And, and the game, the game has a really great reward system in it, like a risk versus reward. So Amy hasn't actually tried it yet, but there's this unique thing where. You can actually lower your level manually where you can lower your own level to make yourself weaker, but it increases like the rarity of pins, like rarer pins you can get or mm. rare item drops you can get, or you can keep your level higher. Like you can stay on par with your level of where you are in the game and you'll still get good drops, but they could be rare. So it encourages you to like take a risk and like, oh, if you match the gameplay, maybe make yourself weaker intentionally so you can get bigger rewards by playing a little bit weaker than your enemy. And it also doubles up by you can make yourself weaker and you can up the difficulty of the game to double up on that reward. Like, oh, harder difficulty and your lower level max benefit. Amy obviously hasn't tried that yet, but when I play it, I'll probably try it and I'll be like, I'll be like, hot damn, this sucks or hot damn. Hell yeah. So I gotcha. Yeah, the game, the games like just watching you play it, the gameplay loop of keeping you invested of just fight like. Another mechanic, you can eat food and it actually permanently boosts your stats. But as you eat, your fullness goes up and the only way to lower your your fullness is you have to battle. But as you battle and all food costs a lot of money and you have to feed your whole party, you can't feed one person. So Mm -hmm. you have to spend money to buy food to boost yourself. But then you have but then as you get full, you have to fight battles to earn money to lower your fullness to then eat more food. So it's this perfect loop of you could probably make yourself as OP as you want. If you're willing to put in the time, the time and the grind and the work to be as yeah. strong as you want. And it's there you go. The loop is incredible. I, I love it so much. But Good that's stuff. Good that's stuff. really that's really all I've played and slash watched other people play all week. Because works for me, because, you know, I just work, I play cards, I play a game. I mean, I've been playing more Grace attorney, but I'm not actually any further in that game yet. So. Still working on that one. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, with that, let's take a quick break for housekeeping. Uh, and then after that, we will be back with the news. So we will be right back. We put a lot of hard work into the shows that we make. And yes, we make multiple different shows here at The Whatnots. And we'd love it if you would check them all out. You can find out more information on our website at thewhatnots.com, as well as your favorite podcasting platform of choice. When you type in The Whatnots, all of our shows will pop up right there. Just don't forget to give us a nice rating and review if you like the shows. If you want to support what we do here at The Whatnots, patreon.com slash thewhatnots is the best place to do that. You can support us for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all kinds of exclusive content at the $3 tier. You can also get a shout out and thank you on all of our shows at the $5 tier. You can support us on Twitch by subscribing to our channel at twitch.tv slash the whatnots. And we would love to have you all join us for our live streams and talk with us in the chat. And lastly, we have merch. If you want to grab yourself a shirt or a sweatshirt or a mug or something else, 
Go to the whatnots.com slash store to pick up some merch today. And we are back. Big shout out to our Patreon supporters at the $5 tier and above. So thank you to Sam. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. It means a lot uh, to, to support us for so long. We appreciate it. We love you. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Sam. And with obviously the general uh, applause. So, yes, applause there. there well, the, the pause um, will be there. The, uh, next up, cool things we are doing here on the review show. Or not on well on the on uh, cool things we are doing here at the whatnots include what we are doing tomorrow on the review show, <laughs> uh, which is I think going to be a lot of fun. You guys have heard us talk, 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 talk a whole bunch about Digimon. You've heard Alan and Ignacio get into it on which is better the the English dub or the 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 subs or the original that it was based on and all all that stuff we are finally putting that debate to rest uh (laughs) on the review show this week we are watching the first Digimon movie as well as the source material that was used to kind of make it and stitch it all together uh, to kind of yeah. compare and contrast and d- discuss it and stuff like that. Uh, so Ignacio is not here right now. So, Alan, what do you have to say? What's, well, what's, what's your stance? I, here? I'm going in blind. So watching the original source material, I Ignacio sent me the links. I haven't watched it yet. I'm going to watch it tonight. So everything is as fresh in my mind as humanly possible. And, you know, Ignacio, you're not Ignacio, you're not here, my friend. So, you know, you can't defend yourself, but I'm going to say I'm going to say this to you and the audience. (laughs) Subbed or dub, they're both fine. But the dub, it's funnier. So if you want if you you want more of a if you want more of a campy fun feel, you know, something akin to the Sam Raimi trilogy Spider-Man movies, you want some fun campiness, the dub. Maybe you want something hardcore and serious to really hit you. Then maybe the sub. I don't know. I haven't watched it yet. So maybe it's not that. Maybe it's campy as well. I have no idea. There you go. Uh, yeah, that is what we are recording tomorrow on the review show, which is our book club style podcast. Uh, so go go check that one out as well. Uh, we are hoping to figure out a time to do a spoiler cast for Shang-Chi uh, since a few of that of uh, of us have seen that as well. So be on the lookout for that this next week. Uh, and yeah, we will be back with more reactions to Marvel's What If, um, both those reactions and the Shang-Chi spoiler cast is on our, uh, Reactor Core podcast feed, so go check that out. That'll be up on YouTube as well. But yeah, that's about it. I mean, and, uh, and, if you, and if you want more of that Marvel goodness injected right into you, um, a while ago we did react to the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Which, again, is super hype, so that's still coming out. So you got time to watch that to join in the hype before that movie releases. We did, indeed. Uh, But that's about it for housekeeping. So let's move on to the next section, which is the news. PlayStation announced the PlayStation Showcase. Alan. How excited are you for this upcoming PlayStation showcase? I when I logged into Twitter, I think it was like Wednesday or something. I logged into Twitter and saw the PlayStation tweet of 
just PlayStation showcase, mark your calendars net like the Thursday. I was Mm -hmm. I I felt like the kid when you wake when you're a kid, you wake up on Christmas morning and the first thing you want to do is rush down the stairs to open presents. But you realize that you're an adult and you have to wait a week. (laughs) (laughs) It's like they're just sitting there. I can see them. They're shaped like that thing I wanted. <laughs> like I can go to I can go to PlayStation's page and and go and and wait for it to go live, but it won't be there. <laughs> but yeah, I this this is what I was this is for me, this is what I was missing during the E3 season. This is why I was excited, but I wasn't like excited. Because being right. the PlayStation fanboy I am, this is what gets me the most excited. Indeed. Uh, here written on the PlayStation blog, they say tune in next Thursday, September 9th at 1 p.m. Pacific for a look into the future of PS5. The showcase will weigh in at around 40 minutes and include updates from PlayStation Studios and some of the industry's most imaginative developers for games releasing this holiday and beyond and stick around after the presentation to get more updates and some of the studio more updates from some of the studio teams featured in the showcase. One thing to note, PlayStation's next generation VR won't make an appearance this time, but will still be but there will still be plenty of great PS5 games from developers large and small. We hope you can join us, man. I'm excited. I um yeah, I, I think this is important to note that this is not a state of play. This is not yeah. the next like, hey, it's just a 20 minute real fast thing. We have a few updates. Here's some crumbs. It's like, no, dude, here's the real fucking meal. Yeah, this eat they it, didn't they, instead, instead of showing up with like a, a cupcake, they, they brought the whole fucking the cake. Whole cake. They were like, yeah, hey, they did. It's your fucking birthday. Here you go. And you're like, oh, my God. Yes. Indeed, wow. birthday and Christmas combined, and we're not skimping on either of them. You know what I mean? We're having we're having Good turkey stuff. and we're having ham for Thanksgiving. Woo! Here we go, man. Um, so, what are you expecting to 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 see here at this man? I showcase. I ever since this this was tweeted, I I've been racking my brain of what I I'm on both sides. I know what I want to see there, but I also try to figure out what I think will be there. So teetering on both, both 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 sides. So very unrealistic. Uh, This is this is the this is the dream announcement. I don't know where in the showcase this would be, but somewhere in the middle, somewhere like maybe like in the middle, they have like a quick reel of like showing some games, right? Or maybe like, hey, here's Mm -hmm. some like smaller titles that aren't like massive. As a big fan from the PlayStation days, a remaster, remake, or something of the Ape Escape franchise from the PlayStation 1 years. I don't know what I want. Go. I don't know what I would want. Remake, remaster, a new game. I don't care. As long as I can hear Just that slight rendition of the Ape Escape theme playing, or I see the iconic net capturing a monkey, your boy's in. Your boy's sold. You S- $69.99? <laughs> Take it. Take it. So... And then I keep seeing this memed and obviously we're getting Elden Ring, so I don't think this is true at all. But also being a massive fan as also the, you know, you the people, I know you agree with this one 100 percent. When is Sony going to finally give us Bloodborne 2? Where is Bloodborne 2? Are we finally going to get this little, te- not, maybe not a trailer, 
but like a tease, like the tiniest tease of an inkling of Bloodborne 2. I don't think it'll happen, but everyone, I think we deserve it. I think it's time. There you go. There you go. And then so the last realistic I, I was, one. Yeah. Go, one last go for it. I already know this because obviously at the end of the showcase, they're going to be like, thank you for joining us. You know, we're glad you could come out and see the witness, the future of PlayStation and everything we've been working on. But before we go, got one more thing and the screen's going to fade to black and you're going to you're going to hear a count. You're going to you're going to see no subtitles. It's going to be voice maybe or no subtitles. You're going to hear something along the lines of are we finally going to do this? Yeah, we're doing this together. Yeah. And then it's going to cut in of Miles and Peter swinging through New York together. Amazing mm. Spider-Man 2 is going to close out the show. Interesting. OK, you're, you're betting on Spider-Man. Interesting. I'm going I'm going hype, baby. I, no way homes this November. We got to keep the Spider-Man hype going. I, I see. I, I, I think that will then raise the hype for spider-man 2 down the line somewhere something I don't yeah know, yeah but i don't know I, I i i haven't heard any rumblings about it yet but i yeah, think we are nothing. maybe due for a teaser at at, at least uh, yeah at, at least just some small just like hey we're still working on that yeah. don't you forget <laughs> but uh I, I i think we could also finally see some more info on god of war ragnarok um, um we, yeah. we haven't the 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 sequel to the next one. It seems like the they they might maybe have some stuff on on that again. Just a small t teaser. I don't think we're gonna yeah. see something substantial with that. But I, I I think yeah, if this is updates from all the stuff they've been working on, we might see that. Yeah. Especially if if we know that Horizon is next and we know it's delayed. Like, yeah. Are we like, do do they really want to spend the time being like, let's show you more Plus, of this game that you can't play yet? Maybe, maybe it's just me. I, I guess you can't I play. I feel all like they yet, showed but. a lot of that game already. Like, I feel like we've already looked at that game a lot. Yeah. So I'm 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 wondering just how much of Horizon Zero Dawn is going to be in there. I hope there's not much, but, you know, they might just have to be like, and here's something else from that to just keep people interested and teased. Yeah. I don't uh, I don't think it'll be a big like that, focus. But... Like if it's there, I don't think it's going to be like a deep dive. It's going to be like, hey, since it's already coming out fairly soon, like here's beginning a of next year trailer. Yeah. yeah, just like a here's like a like not an exact, but almost kind of like an accolade trailer where it just kind of shows you like a reel of like all the coolest stuff. And yeah. then just like, yeah. hey, remember next year. Indeed, uh, I'm pretty certain we're not going to get any kind of Final Fantasy update considering uh, some of the stuff that we're going to mention in yeah. our next news story. Uh, but that would be one that I that I would want to be yeah. there. Just like, please give me more on Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> I want to see it. Can I have some more? <laughs> um, but yeah, beyond that, though, uh, to be honest, I, I think the next thing that we might see, we might see something from Naughty Dog. I, I yeah. think we have yet to hear about the Last of Us Part Two multiplayer that was supposed to be out. We don't know exactly when. Yeah. Um, so we might hear an, an update on that. But beyond that, I really don't know see, like, all of the stuff that they're working on. See, at this point, I feel like we're far enough away from Last of Us 2 that people aren't like, where's the multiplayer? Like, I feel like when they announce it, people are going to be like, I mean, oh, yeah, the, finally. But then it's just like, OK, yeah, multiplayer. Yeah. I don't need it for that game. I kind of don't really want it, but yeah. 
they they've they've been promising it they've been working on it and i know the multiplayer from uh the first one did okay uh yeah it was like, it was all right people kind of liked it yeah so i i would be interested in seeing what they do with it but i yeah i, I i'm not sure not not sure what What's... they're they're not there. now you have to give the one game that you know is not going to be there that you would want to be there the one the uh, one thing that keeps that fire burning but you know is never going to be there well i can see we're not we're probably not going to get final fantasy stuff we're also probably not going to get kingdom hearts stuff. <laughs> like i want more kingdom hearts but i know that's not going to happen forever um, well, I, I I could see maybe a well no because again that I, I think that would I, I think Square Enix would hold back of a Final Fantasy uh thing for their own thing and not do it there to do seven do, remake part two or something like that. Do you think we're gonna hear know. anything on FF seven part two? That's what I just said. I don't oh, yeah. think so. I, I I think I think Square might hold that back for their own mm. thing. At, tokyo game show maybe but i feel like you'd say i feel like you'd save ff16 for that because i feel like that's the newer bigger thing yeah well do do you want to go ahead and move on to number two here so we can yeah if we're we're transitioning square enix go for it square enix okay so number two on our list here for the news of the week uh square enix has confirmed a 50 minute tokyo game show event Uh, This is coming from Andy Robinson at VGC. Square Square Enix presents Tokyo Game Show 2021 will be streamed at 7 p.m. JST, which is good. God is 6 a.m. Eastern time at 11 a.m. BST on October 1st uh, and will last for just under an hour. The company announced this past Wednesday, according to the official event description, the Tokyo Game Show will offer the latest news about our upcoming titles with pre-announced information. Uh, I, I know in this piece that they wrote here, uh, they were specifically talking about Final Fantasy 14, which apparently just had a live stream and a bunch of news on that stuff. Uh, and then when they mentioned Final Fantasy 16, they said, yeah. hey, we're hoping to have something that we're trying. Yeah. We would love to have something uh, at there, but they don't know if they'll hit that date. Uh, and if they don't, they that the um, Naoki Yoshida would per- personally like to uh, have the the like the next time that he shows something be closer to when it releases. Yeah. Yep. Um, so there's a good chance that we won't get Final Fantasy 16 if they don't yeah. hit that release. Well, that, that there's, also, there's also that great quote where he says, we definitely want to show it, but isn't it better if when we do, you're able to play it right after, which I don't I don't believe that because I know so many of Square games have such a can have such a complicated development history where they want it to come out. Like, I know FF15 was very infamous I mean, for being like shown to death demo. Right. Like, well, I want some oh, yeah. kind of demo. I, I don't necessarily need to play it 
like the next day and it's yeah. out today or pulling, pulling a like, nintendo ff16 it's out right now right like oh I, my like God. i just and but that's the thing i also don't necessarily need a demo yet i would love one oh Give yeah me that, please oh, yeah absolutely but yeah if they had some like just just more information because we don't know much about this we yeah. have seen what it looks like and that's kind of it um there's there's some yeah. some information out there and we saw like small find, teases but... of what the gameplay looks like a little bit but nothing in depth of how it works and who knows if that's even the way it is now yeah so considering that it probably won't be at tokyo game show if they don't reach it in time in time then yeah it's not gonna be at what, the playstation what about showcase. what about um oh what's it called the I forget the name of it. The one that had the demo where they're supposed to kill chaos. You think you think that's going to get like a release date? Oh. They're going to be like, yeah, this is coming out. Like not not right know. now, but we might get some more info on that. I I just uh, I didn't play that demo, but I didn't either. Yeah, the reactions to it was just like, <laughs> oh kill, god, we got to kill chaos. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know, but besides Final Fantasy. Mm -hmm. what else are you hoping for from square enix is so th is there something well this this is this we talked about this back during the e3 so if you follow the podcast and our and games that come out and stuff uh being published by square i'm hoping we hear about dragon quest 13 oh okay or is it 12 yeah. the, the next dragon quest game that's supposed to have the darker tone and the more serious story and everything else was the last one that came out the it, one that was out on all of them it might have been, but yeah, I'm really hoping we hear something about the next Dragon Quest game. Okay. Because even though, because that, that is still under Square Enix's umbrella, so then that would be a game you'd show off there. Like, I'd hope that would Absolutely. be the game. Yeah, Dragon Quest, it's Dragon Quest 12. Dragon Quest go. 12. I think there's also been rumors about, uh, like, another Tomb Raider that have mm. been going around from a couple months back and i think they were trying to say that they were hoping to uh like whatever they do with this next one they kind of want to bridge the gap between yeah. the originals and the like the recent trilogy that they made there so i don't know exactly how that would work but mm. uh crystal dynamics we know has been working on avengers so yeah. there might be more of that they might not get to the um the tomb rider stuff uh yeah because I of that but yeah i feel like tomb raider would be know. a ways out because i feel like they're pretty deep into still improving and adding stuff to the the avengers game yeah uh which means we will probably see some more war for wakanda stuff because they yep. did mention pre-announced information so yep. I'm assuming it's like, hey, don't forget War for Wakanda is out right now. Go play it. Uh, I'm I'm pretty all, confident all we're going to see. But... What is it? Is it for for spoken? It's it was that PS5 like tech demo oh. game that that will definitely right, be yeah. there. That that'll definitely show up. I forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that'll that'll okay, be there. Yeah. Dude, the other, now I'm excited. The other thing I'm worried about is that because it says along with pre-announced information, that makes me kind of worried because Square Enix during E3 went way too long on the Guardians game. So it makes me worried that with pre-announced stuff already that we know is coming they're out. They're going to that one, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. So I'm worried with pre-announced information. They're going to they're going to spend a lot of that 50 minutes going over stuff we 
already know and then we're gonna get maybe like 15 minutes total of teases of new stuff yeah. but then 35 um, minutes of stuff we are here's when, 20 more minutes of guardians guardians game come out when i think it it comes out this fall or november or something i think but yeah, it's kind of weird. You don't you out. don't think about a lot of stuff Square o- Enix has. October twenty sixth. Yeah, so you you're definitely going to hear about that game again. Yeah, absolutely. Because I we we need to see more about the gameplay in that. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think we we at least also need a little bit more information on the story. Like, what are you doing yeah. in this game here? Uh, but I re- really want more info on the gameplay because what they showed didn't necessarily wow me in e3 uh it just seemed kind of dry so and the fact that they went on it for so long also kind of like kind of killed the the hype for it because the hype the you generate the hype by showing you a tease of something and then pulling it away from you but they gave you they gave you the entire bowl of of guardians and uh, and i know they're i know they're wildly different games I'm kind of wondering if the the reception and how people have dealt with the Marvel's Avengers game. I wonder if that game is going to negatively or positively impact Guardians, because I know people were kind of like, I know Avengers was kind of like, eh. yeah, the the thing is, they have said multiple times that this is a single player yeah. like story focused game. There's no loot boxes, all the, yeah. that stuff. So it is. It is basically uh, like, I, I, I mean, I'm wondering if Square was like, hey, if but, we're going to work with Marvel somehow and pu- pu- publish the, well, I guess. But Marvel went to uh, Crystal Dynamics yeah. and just happens to be. Well, well what, I, what I'm, what I'm thinking, Square, what I'm thinking but, of specifically is not like all of us that know like inside information a little bit, but I'm, I mean, like. Say you're like a, like a regular Joe is like looking at games and they're friend and they're like, hey, I want to get that Marvel's Avengers game. And people are like, oh, no, it wasn't very good. Don't it's it's kind of whatever. It's got this bullshit in it and everything else. And then they see yeah. Guardians and they're like, they're like, well, my friend said the Marvel's Avengers game was bad, so I don't really trust this one. Which is why I think they have to get, get out there and be like, look, it's made by a different mm-hmm. team. It's not the same developer. Uh, and yeah, this is single player story yeah. focused. There's no loop boxes. It's the complete opposite of what Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, was there. So it like if you d- didn't like it because of that stuff, this is the one you it, want. This is for and they you have to tell us on on that somehow. somehow. Yeah. So and it'll it'll be interesting because we I mean, we didn't fully close the PlayStation one, but I'm curious what PlayStation is going to bring, because obviously there might be some Square Enix stuff there on PS5. But I'm right, curious yeah. with both of these being soon, like coming up, you know, the next big events. I wonder what kind of overlap we're going to see. Like, I wonder if we're going to see mm, stuff yeah. exclusive at PlayStation that Square's not going to have. Like, I know they say that they're not going to, but imagine they don't show. Um, I think, like I said, maybe Forspoken. Like maybe they PlayStation doesn't talk about that game, but then Square's like 50 minute showcase. They like they give you like the whole they give you a, a gameplay down. demonstration. Yeah, I mean, they might they might split it up where one gets a like gameplay reveal, one yeah. gets a story trailer or something yeah. like that. We will see. But, but um, I'm, I'm excited for both yeah, of these, the, though. Uh, so. Yeah, 
just to recap, the PlayStation Showcase is this Thursday, uh, September 9th at 1 p.m. Pacific. and the Tokyo Game Show Square <laughs> Enix thing is October 1st, 6 a.m. Eastern time, which is, I guess, three in the morning yep, Pacific. Yep. So, so if you're if you're in the, if you're in <laughs> the West, you that's that. You got to stay up hella late to watch that one. And there you go. Um, or waking up super early. I mean, on, whichever. Though. Yeah. Moving on, though, to number three. Man, it's it's so strange that the week that we get yeah. news about like maybe some final fantasy stuff no. and then then up next we get some yakuza stuff we don't have gino or ignacio well that's that's why when they're back and gino wants to talk about it no he missed his chance he he fucked up talk about <laughs> fake fans yeah dude right? like guys come I, on i i think i think gino just talks about F, final fantasy to try to pr- prove to people he's a big fan but i don't i think it's fake i don't i don't believe him who knows Number three here up on the news, uh, net uh, reportedly in final negotiations to poach Yakuza creator Toshihiro Nagoshi from Sega. Man, interesting. Uh, net is a big competitor to Tencent. The uh, big old Chinese gaming companies and stuff like that. Uh, So this is coming from Rebecca Valentine at IGN, who writes, according to a report from Bloomberg at net uh, Nagoshi would be expected to build a a new team and develop brand new games for the company, though the final contract and any details about his job role have yet to be set in stone. NetEase is already a gaming superpower in China thanks to mobile games like Westward Journey, Harry's Cyber Hunter, Identity 5, Identity V, uh, and Knives Out, uh, which has no relation to the film, Um, as well as its partnership with Activision Blizzard to run World of Warcraft Overwatch and StarCraft 2 in the country. So interesting stuff here. Yeah, uh, I, I really wish Ignacio was here because he would have known so much more about this if possible. Well, so so the the creator of Yakuza has been at Sega since 1989. Like yeah, he is one of a the long like, time. He was one of the OGs. He's been around forever. Uh, and he he's worked on a ton of stuff that Sega has made, uh, and and he's created Yakuza, which has had huge success, mm-hmm. uh, and more recently has had huge success here in the United States. And it just it seems like he was gonna be a company man there at Sega, yeah. and thirty years later almost something like that they're they're being like hey you should uh you should uh come over here to uh, netties we you, you can make something new you know um so i mean you've well ahead. i was gonna say like because he because he also makes the 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 judgment games because he's making that series too right yeah mm-hmm. like i don't think he would leave because i assume he would want to continue even that franchise right after judgment well, i, I I see Yakuza really in a 
period of change yeah. right now, right? Where yeah. they they did start that spin-off series and then the new like mainline one was like, "Hey, we're going to switch the whole fighting style to mm-hmm. a more turn-based thing whereas the spin-off will have that like brawler yeah. beat em up style." Um so I I I think that series is growing and changing and I think it's uh not necessarily under new management yeah. per se but you 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 get what I mean right like yeah. they're bringing in new people to like hey we've done the same thing for like six games how can we start to change this so I think yeah. they're starting to bring in new people which then maybe freeze up Nagoshi to do something else yeah. which is why NetEase is like hey you uh you want to come do something come for us? work for us make something new hey, I, mean, I feel i feel like even if he made something new and different it would still it would be different and new but it would have it would have the yakuza dna all over it though i mean maybe maybe not though yeah. i mean what if he makes like a, a competitor to monkey ball <laughs> right <laughs> God, could know. you imagine it's not not exactly what everyone would want let's be yeah, honest you're like, like this this will <laughs> this will sell this is gonna get people going gold jerry gold gold um but like i yeah i i think he just has the opportunity to move on to something else and i'm hoping he feels like yakuza is in good hands yeah so, and and I mean, um, I mean, judgment still was kind of like like I feel like judge or what is it? Is it judgment? Because then it's lost judgment, right? I think lost judgment is the new one. Yeah. So what? So the first one, whatever that one was called, judgment, whatever it was called, the first one, that one I feel like was kind of the the growing pains of switching off Yakuza. So I feel like when we mm-hmm. get lost judgment, this is where you're going to see this that series come into its own. It's still going to be Yakuza like, but I feel like that's when you're going to really see it. As not, yeah. oh, it's it's a Yakuza like. No, it's its own kind of thing now. And I feel like depending Absolutely, on how well yeah. that kind of is received or how well that does, that will affect whether that series continues or he do, or Nagoshi does maybe leave and work on something else. Like maybe if he doesn't feel confident mm-hmm. in how that's going, maybe he'll stay and help and do all that stuff. Who knows? Yeah, we shall see. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, some some interesting news to think about. Net, Damn Ignacio Net, for not has... being here. <laughs> NetEase has definitely been trying to get more of a foothold in the global gaming market. Uh, they're taking. Well, let's move on. Uh, and number four on our news of the week is the Horizon Forbidden West upgrade debacle. Yep. Uh, this is an interesting one. Actually, we recorded another segment of this, yep. but we just got some breaking news on this. So we are now here re-recording this segment uh, with some updated information. So originally, uh, I pulled an article from Fanbyte that was kind of detailing what you would have to do to upgrade Horizon Forbidden West, which basically mentioned that uh, it doesn't have the option to upgrade from a standard to a digital deluxe uh, copy at a discounted price. And that if you wanted it, you would have to basically buy the game a second time to get that. Uh, And so everyone was like, what the hell? That's stupid. I don't Um, like that. Yeah, this is not what you said uh, back then. So just about half an hour ago, 
the PlayStation blog updated and Jim Ryan himself released an update on the situation. Here is what he had to say. Thursday was to be a celebration of Horizon Forbidden West and the amazing team at Guerrilla working to deliver it on February 18th, 2022. However, it's abundantly clear that the offerings we confirmed in our pre-order kickoff missed the mark. Last year, we made a commitment to deliver free up grades to our cross-gen launch titles, which included Horizon Forbidden West. While the pandemic's profound impact pushed Forbidden West out of the launch window we initially envisioned, we still stand by our offer. Players who purchase Horizon Forbidden West on PlayStation 4 will be able to upgrade to the PlayStation 5 version for free. I also want to confirm today that moving forward, PlayStation first party exclusive cross gen titles newly releasing on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5, both physical and digital, will offer a $10 US digital upgrade option from PlayStation 4 to PlayStation 5. This will apply to the next God of War and Gran Turismo 7 and any other exclusive cross-gen PS4 and PS5 titles published by Sony Interactive Entertainment. Finally, 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 at least some consistency. Consistency is so much easier, so much simpler. We went on this big, long tirade yeah. of just how this whole thing has been a mess. Um, I hope this stands and yeah. I hope they continue to just make it simple and clean uh, and, and go from there. It, it kind of sucks. It is a little sour that it's still a $10 upgrade no matter what. But whether you approve or disapprove of the of just the bare bones $10 upgrade, at least there's no more like confusion on how much it's going to cost or what the paths are. It's just, hey, you have you have God of War Ragnarok. You want the PS5 version from PS4? Yes. Ten dollars. Ten bucks. No. Ten for dollars for this. No. Thirty bucks for this version. No full price. No. None of the other confusing crap going on. Just ten dollars, which does make sense because you buy it on PS4. It'd be 60 bucks. The tender upgrade does up you to the what it would be. Seventy dollars for the PS5 version. Absolutely. So it does all check out and at least it finally is not confusing for anybody. Yeah, which I am very happy Mm -hmm. about. Uh, So there you go. Breaking news here. And very important and very important that even without the $10 upgrade, that the fact that they're making Horizon because Horizon's what launched this entire like aggression about this whole upgrade nonsense. So making Horizon Forbidden West just absolutely free is huge. Yeah, indeed. Uh, but that's about it for all of the big major news that's fit to print in your ear holes. Uh, so we are going to get on to the new and notable section. Oh, boy. So a handful of new and notable things for you today. So the new and notable for this week by me, your host, Alan. Uh, we have the Artful Escape on the Xbox Series consoles. 
uh, Xbox One PC on September 9th. We have mm-hmm. Inc- that's also uh, coming out on Game Pass. Ah, uh, yes. We should probably start putting that if things come to Game Pass as well. But uh, we have Inked, Some Inked A Tale of Love on PS4 and Xbox One September 10th. Uh, Kyle, for you and a lot of other people, Life is Strange 2 True Colors, PS5, the Xbox Series consoles, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, St- Stadia still alive, PC on September 10th. I guess. God bless you, Stadia. Keep keep going. <laughs> NBA 2K22 comes out for PS5, the series consoles, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, PC on also September 10th. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember Gino talked about this last time or anything else, and I've tried it, but Tales of Rise, the full game, comes out mm-hmm. on September 10th for PS5, the series consoles, PS4, Xbox One, and PC. As we mentioned earlier, WarriorWare Get It Together comes out for only the Switch woo, on September 10th as well. Oh my god. Deathloop go. comes out for Hell PS5 yeah. PC on September 14th. I, so I have to beat Psychonauts 2 before Life is Strange comes out, and then I have to beat Life <laughs> is Strange before Deathloop comes out. So, this so is you, my month. <laughs> so you have, you at, at the time of recording this, you have six more days for Psychonauts 2 before Life is Strange, and then you have a mere have four, four days. days to be Life yeah. is Strange True Colors before Deathloop comes out. Yep, exactly. You, you are going to be a busy man, Kyle. Hell yeah, I love it. <laughs> and it, those are all your game releases coming up, but in the world of free games, PlayStation Plus's free games for September include Predator Hunting Grounds, Hitman 2, and Overcooked All-You-Can-Eat, which includes the remastered collection of Overcooked 1 and 2, and all of the additional content. And I believe Overcooked 2, or Overcooked All-You-Can-Eat, is your PS5 free game. It's the PS5 Correct. one. Yes. So even if you don't own a PS5, go into your Sony account and redeem the game. That way, when you get the PS5, you still have the game. Because that is how it works. I believe that is. But in the realm of Xbox, since, you know, Game Pass is so fantastic. Xbox games with gold are Warhammer Chaos Bane, available September 1st through the 30th. Uh, Mulaka, Mulaka is available the mm-hmm. 16th of September to the 15th of October, so literally a month. Zone of Enders HD Collection is available from September 1st to the 15th, and Samurai Showdown 2 is available from September 16th to September 30th. Xboxes is always weird that instead of just having the games for the month, they like vary by dates. Yeah. It's always and a little bit weird. Two of them are still like 360. Yeah. So it's 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 always weird and get on your. But your stuff. Yeah, that was all of your games coming out soon, literally, because September just is slapping hard. And there is all your Xbox games for the month and in October and all of your PlayStation Plus games for September. The new and notable is now old and noted. And we're going to move into the lightning round. I'll, I'll finish this off with lightning round. So lightning round, because sure. Ignacio not here, obviously. Uh, first up, we have Brant, Brant, Brandon, the player unknowns green, has left PUBG's parent company, Crafton, to set up a new indie studio called Player Unknown Productions. Yeah, Player Unknown himself. Yeah, has left PUBG's the, parent company uh, 
So just that thought that was interesting. Just, and he's continuing with the naming structure of player unknown productions. Yeah, now it's pup. <laughs> it is actually pup. Uh, Dr. Lupo, as well as Tim the Tat Man, has signed exclusive deals with YouTube <laughs> Why did Gaming. You say it that way. <laughs> I I don't I don't know for some reason my brain my brain didn't Tim rapidly the read Tat Man. My brain didn't rapidly read all the words, so my brain read it in segments. So that's why there's like the emphasis on Tat Man. <laughs> but yes, Doctor Lupo is has signed exclusive deals with YouTube Gaming. Whatever that means, I don't actually know who Dr. Lupo is extensively. So these are two of Twitch's biggest streamers uh, right now. And Twitch has been going through a lot of issues yeah, that recently. Things have been happening. Um, so, you know, there were some big people that uh, moved from Twitch to Mixer back mm -hmm. in the day. And then Mixer went kaput. Uh, but... Yeah, there's a lot of people now moving to YouTube gaming, yep. Yep. Um, partly because Twitch just really hasn't done anything to to like improve yes. the streaming experience or moderation or new security features. There's all yeah. these hate raids that are going on now. I, I know these two moving there has was is not is, attached to the hate raid yeah. stuff, but. Um, but it definitely a, co it coincides with it. It coincides with it. So, um, yeah. So interesting to see. I, I I don't think YouTube gaming is where it needs to be yet. Yeah. But I I think the fact that they are starting to throw some money behind it and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Hopefully, we will start to see some ch and, changes in the future. And with some bigger um, names coming we, to we it, they should also start pushing it as well. Yeah, and I, I, it just especially if. As content creators, they are doing a mix of things where they mm. are streaming and then using their streams to create VODs or smaller YouTube videos that they mm. then put on their YouTube channel. Their whole workflow is going to be condensed and consolidated into one thing, which will, oh, it help will. a ton and save them time. And all that stuff like I yeah, I, 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 st I still think Twitch is the place to be for streaming video games, but they've sat on their butts for yeah. so long that it's just like, come on, guys, like what is going on here? So but we'll see. We'll see what, we'll see what happens. happens but that. with more things that are happening, Norman Reedus seems to think that that quote negotiations are already happening for Death Stranding 2. Yeah, who knows what that means? I, that could uh, mean that could mean I, literally anything. He could be working on s something else entirely and just has no idea. Just, and what just he's thinks it's death training too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but so d don't necessarily get your hopes up. That could be for the next game. It c could have been for stuff that he was doing yeah. for the director's cut. And um, I don't know. And even then, we've got the Death Stranding like remastered or like enhanced version, like at the end of September. The director's so, yeah, cut, so which is what I just said. Yeah, maybe I mean Norman so. Reedus. You know, maybe maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe we're gonna look like fools and we're like, oh, don't read into it. And it's like, no, it's real. And Norman Reedus was like, I told you, but you should have believed me. Should have believed me. If you are looking for more information on the Gotham Knights and Suicide Squad, kill the Justice League games. 
that are coming from the WB Montreal and Rocksteady Studios respectively, they will probably make an appearance at the DC fandom on October 17th as both of those games have either been teased or confirmed to be there. Yeah. So mark your calendars. Gotham Knights, especially. (sighs) You know Marvel's Uh, where it's at, man. Marvel's where it's at. You got Guardians coming out. Look, I I grew up as a Marvel fanboy because I'm a huge Spider-Man fan. He's my favorite. As I've gotten older, DC Comics, like specifically the the comics, I'm so much more of a DC fanboy. Man, there's they're just they're so good. So good. you can't but, you yeah. can't you can't um, play both sides. You got to ride or die one way or the other. I mean, maybe you can, you can play both sides. Well, we got to mention them again. They're in lightning round. Sony is shutting down the official Killzone website and it is now redirecting to PlayStation.com. So sorry. To fans of Killzone, yeah. I was hoping for s- s- something from Killzone down the road from uh, from that studio. Probably not happening now. I guess you could say Sony killed Killzone. Uh, Great job. Uh, <laughs> we did it. Great job, Alan. <laughs> well, OK, so anyways, uh, Nintendo Life has reported that the Game Boy and Game Boy Color games may be coming to Switch's online service really soon. This is yeah. interesting. I would be stoked for that, this. I, I saw one tweet that was going around that was fake, uh, and they had a list of stuff, and most of them were like, remember this really bad game? That's on the list. Uh, <laughs> but then they had like Pokemon Pinball on there, and I was like, hey, that game was actually pretty good. That that'd be a fun one to have on there. But uh, I yeah, I don't know. I, I, I hope they start putting Game Boy games on there. I don't know if I trust it because I feel like we've been I feel like I've been told that there's rumors of N64 games coming to the service and that's also never happened. I, don't, I can't say I've heard that. I know that's what people want. Yeah. Right. Of like put put Mario 64 on there or something, Dude. you know. Uh, yeah, but like I, I feel like Game Boy and Game Boy Color are more doable because yeah, uh, the I I don't remember what site I was looking at that mentioned this, but I think it was Nintendo. Yeah, Nintendo Life was talking about how the podcast that they heard this on from a notable leaker uh, is saying it's most likely going to be Game Boy and Game Boy Color stuff mm-hmm. that they add in the f- f- in the future. It doesn't look like they would do Game Boy Advance because there's a number of companies that are doing remasters of yeah. those games. Look, the right Game now. Boy Advance so, games would be so much more exciting. God, I want Golden Sun. I want Final Fantasy Tactics Advance. Dude, ah, I just I, I just want like I just want the OG, like the original, like Gen 3. I want Ruby, Sapphire and Emerald. I want that again. There you go. But there you go to end off the lightning round with a lightning strike. We have Operation Skyfire Fortnite's Chapter 2 Season 7 ending event. This takes place at 4 p.m. Eastern time on September 12th. Obviously, 1 p.m. Pacific time. Join a strike team and sneak aboard the mothership to deliver Ayo's final message to invading the alien. Shout out to Ignacio who told uh, to told Kyle specifically to include this 
because Ignacio, our resident to which Fortnite I responded, player, to which I responded, I don't play Fortnite. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it is in but, here. Uh, yeah. So it is September twelfth. Yeah, they, I mean, they've Fortnite continues to just do some crazy stuff uh, in their game there. There's more information about how you can join. I think there was like up to like 16 player parties if you want to get your friends together and do that all at once, uh, stuff like that. So be on the lookout for more information. Go look that up uh, if you're a Fortnite fan. Or if, you're not you a Ford, or if you're not a Fortnite fan, check it out and maybe you'll become a Fortnite fan. Maybe you or, will. Or not. Uh, some people seem to love it or hate it. I don't, I don't judge. Uh, that's about it, though, for this week on the podcast. That's all the news that's fit to print in your ear holes or wherever you stick it. Um, so beam, Alan, beam, it, beam it right into your brain. <laughs> right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so what, what are you excited about this week? What are you looking man, forward to? there's there's a lot. I mean, I'm I'm excited to play to give Sonic Colors Ultimate a shot. There's a YouTube video I didn't watch today that says that the game is actually bad and disappointing, but I still think I'll pick it up and give it a shot for myself because I never played Sonic Colors. I've heard the opposite, actually. Huh. Uh, so I was yeah. listening to I don't remember. It may have been NVC. And hmm. they had someone on who was like, yeah, like like if you if you want like a good example of modern 3D Sonic, yeah. this is one of the ones it's maybe not the best one that's out there, but it yeah. is one of the ones that you should and ch- check out. If I wasn't saving money, I'd also get Tales of Rise, but I'm also not sold on it based on the demo. So I think I'll wait on that. So other than that, I'm actually excited to play WarioWare next Friday with Amy. And next weekend is also the every other Sunday. So the obligatory plug, another Digimon tournament. There you go. Indeed, indeed. Uh, I am excited to jump back into Psychonauts 2 and then finally play the next (laughs) Life is Strange game. After that, I got a busy schedule ahead of me with all of that. But I'm excited. Uh, I think it's going to be a blast. Um, But yeah. That's you, that's about it. So if, Alan, if if you do not if you do not finish each game by the next one, you are not allowed to play the next one. Uh, man, I just so, want to be a good gamer. So I mean, it's okay, it's okay as as the hint towards the the fans <laughs> that they want it. Uh, will Deathloop be good? Did someone lose points? I think so. Uh, you got to check out the Patreon fantasy draft to see who counterpicked Deathloop. There you go. Uh, what is your social media stuff? Where can the people well, find I mean, you on the internet? I mean, I tweet Digimon stuff and I retweet their stuff at Twitter at Alan Busby, the good old A-L-A-N-B-U-S-B, and it's a good old double E. And then other than that, I stream on Mondays and Wednesdays and apparently not Fridays because my friends hang out every weekend. But that's it. Twitch.tv slash Azure PKK. There you go. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on Twitter. If you guys want to stay up to date with all of the stuff that we do here at the Whatnots, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. So go like, share, subscribe, tell a friend, tell a foe, sell your soul, do whatever you need to do to help spread the word. It helps us out a ton. Um, I believe that is about it. That's wrapping us up. So we will see you all next time. This has been episode 80. What is this? 88 of Crossplay. 
You have officially been played. No, but he changes it every time. First time I'm doing it, so I'm going back to the classic. You've officially been played. Ha! Retro. Play that. Bye, Bitches. everyone.